Welcome back to one-on-one New York's longest running sports call-in show, a special show honoring the life and legacy of Vince Kelly, Sam Davis, Thomas Aiello. Pleased to be joined by Tony Reale, ESPN, host of Around the Horn since 2004. Of course, a Fordham and WFUV sports alum from 2000. Tony, thank you very much for taking some time to be with us today. Oh, anything for you guys. And of course, anything for Mr. Vince Scully, who I, I really believe the imprint of, of everything we do starts with Vince, whether it's as a sportscaster or as uh, a, a voice just out in public. How we communicate, to me, really, in my mind, starts a lot with Vince Scully. We've heard so many amazing things, so many amazing stories about Vin in the last couple of days and, of course, throughout his life. So I want to ask you just, you know, this might be a difficult question to answer, but Tony, what did Vin mean to you? I think the imprint of what we do as sportscasters is Vin Scully. Um, I think he elevated the form, both from a play-by-play standpoint and then maybe for me, more importantly now, as I've gotten away from play-by-play game calling and doing a daily sports television show. It's the medium of storytelling, which is the oldest medium there is. It's, it's the first form of entertainment. It was in the cave, but Vin was doing something a little bit different than drawing on the walls, right? He was drawing on our minds. And it's a beautiful thing. Baseball is my favorite sport. Um, it's our national pastime, but nobody passed the time like Vin Scully did. I had Bill Plaschke of the Los Angeles Times, who has covered Los Angeles sports for three, maybe even four decades at this point. Knew Vince Scully as well as anybody, honestly. Um, and was the deepest uh, subject of many of his columns. And he said, and I thought this was very, very poignant, that when you listen to Vin, you prayed for a foul ball. I mean, how ridiculous is that? The most boring thing in a baseball game is a foul ball. But what it does is extends the game. It extends the opportunity for story. So when I talk about how we communicate as people, we communicate in stories. That, that's from the, from the start of the human race, as I said before. And Ben was that. So as a Fordham broadcaster, as I am and as you are, I mean, it goes back to Ben for us. And his lofty stature and ideals in a voice but also in heart and soul for me is something we all try to live up to and it is that that model that beacon that we look at to say man if we could even do it halfway to that we're getting the job done so tony obviously vin has been a part of so many incredible moments a lot of people think of kirk gibson some may think of joe montana which is your moment that really stands out from Vince Scully's broadcasting, just getting things out on the fly and making a perfect call. Perfect call. I think there were a couple, of course, there were more than a couple, but the couple that come to my mind uh, as a New Yorker was 1986. You know, it's tough when you're, you're a fan of a team. I happen to be a fan of a Yankee Yankees growing up, but of course I was with every step of the 86 Mets, one of the most thrilling teams to ever take the field in all of baseball. And you fall in love with your local broadcasters. For for me at that time, it was Bob Murphy calling the Mets. But by the time you get to a World Series, you lose your local crew a little bit, and you're watching the national crew who happened to be in Scully. And the call of, of gets by Buckner and the Mets win it is a tough call, I think, as a play-by-play person. Because it is not 
well, it's not the, the swing and the roll is not exactly what you expect. So now you're really describing what you see. So he calls it a little roller down the line that gets behind the bag. Knight comes home and the Mets win it. That's a direct quote. That's how much it's burned into my memory. For me, that described action um, and it was very visual, right? I think the poetry of Vince Scully is on display with the Gibson call, which you just alluded to, which is the improbable has become the impossible. That's beautifully poetic. And that's a moment you ask your sportscasters to provide a wow in a way that the viewer is already feeling, but maybe can't express. And I think that does it. The improbable. Yes, of course, this whole season has been improbable and the impossible. This guy couldn't even walk. He had a home run off the greatest closer we had ever seen at this time. Improbable, improbable, impossible. And you alluded to the Montana call. And I think I can hear the voice of my mentor, Bob Ahrens, and my mentor, Marty Glickman, in my ear as I hear Vince Scully's call. Because what did he do when he did Montana to, to Dwight Clark? There were at least 20 seconds, 17 seconds. I think I timed it out earlier this week, but it's about 20 seconds of crowd noise. He laid out for the call. He allowed the energy and the passion of the moment. You could hear the fans in San Francisco cheering, and he did that in that moment. So those are three different examples. One is it's kind of a fluke play. One is the spur of the moment heartfelt call, and the third is knowing your place as a sportscaster. Those are three calls for me that really – uh, show Vin at the highest level. Tony, when you say that, I think of Hank Aaron as well, when he hit that record-breaking home run and he took a minute. I mean, it was, it was a minute and he stepped away, had a sip of coffee, came back. Just another moment of, you know, letting the crowd kind of speak for itself. As play-by-play broadcasters or as anybody who talks for a living, the hardest thing to do is not talk. And it's not because of any reason of your own ego. I know people sometimes say that or any, it's maybe your own anxiety. You want to, it's hard to, to, to allow for for natural sound and not want to fill that with your own voice because that's why you're here. That's your job, right? It's not ego, but it's anxiety. You want to you want to carry the moment too, and you're reacting to something that maybe you're amazed by. You really are. But to sit back, he elevated that into a necessity of the job, right? There, there I mean, there's so many great calls in the '50s and '60s. I can think of Howard Cosell, who's considered one of the great voices of all time, where he does the exact opposite of that, where he talks through it. And, and that's a tough thing now in our ears because Vin changed the way people call the game. And in that case, by not calling it, it's a beautiful thing. So, Tony, you had a quote a while ago. You came back to broadcast Fordham versus Manhattan in 2015. And you had said you were thinking about Vince Scully and Marty Glickman and all of the names right. that have come before you going back to your FUV roots. When you did that game, how much did it kind of seep into the back of your head that, wow, I'm really at the place and I went to the place that Vince Scully went through? How much did that really linger in your mind? Good question. I knew I wanted to be a broadcaster and a sportscaster since I was five years old. As I like to say from my favorite movie, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a sportscaster. And growing up in New York, the voice of the Giants, the Jets, the Knicks, and the Nets. I mean, that's Michael K. Mike Green. Maybe not in the order I just gave, but Michael K. Mike Green, Chris Carino, Bob Papa. Um, that's all I knew. And then as I began to become a huge sports fan as I got older, I recognized, wow, the greatest who ever did it was a Fordham man, was a Fordham prep 
and Fordham man. That's an amazing thing. So I'm a sentimental person. I, I Maybe you sense this from me, from my voice, or hosting around the horn. I have feelings. My feelings have feelings. So yes, when I walked through Roseau campus that first day, I thought of Vince Scully. I imagined Vince Scully on the campus. I'd seen pictures. There's pictures of him, the shock of red hair. Um, and, and of course, all those other greats. And being at Fordham calling basketball, football, one-on-one, -on -one, covering the Yankees, where I was literally elbow to elbow with Michael Kay. But seeing those guys, Mike Green, Chris Carino come back or welcome Fordham students to their studio, that was a real and ever-present part of my experience. So you know the lineage, but think of it this way. I graduated from Fordham in 2000. Of all the years they could have had a commencement speaker that would ring truest to me, that was the year they had Vince Scully. So an aspiring sportscaster myself got sent away from Fordham in graduation by the greatest sportscaster of all time. Got a moment to sit with him before he gave the commencement where he – he spoke to me and then he spoke to all the, all the students that day. And he told me something that rings true to me as a person now. And this is what I come to know. Everyone had a personal experience with Vin, it seems. That's what, the remembrances are so beautiful. And it's a miracle of life that somebody could touch somebody where everybody thought he spoke to them personally. Well, he did for me. Because he said to me and then at the commencement speech, forget sports, think about life. Life often gives you the test long before it gives you the lesson. Now, on that day of your graduation, there's a lot going through your mind, and it stuck in my ear because I remember it. But it's played out in my head now in the two decades since that as I became a person who hosts a daily sports show on ESPN, my dream, as I became a person who deals with the stresses of that. And then I became a father, my other dream of my life. As far back as I can remember, I was one to be a dad of, of, of children now. Um, there's so many things in life you have no control over. And for me, you know, my charts were, were three or four ways spread on the table. I prepped too much for life, for games, or I, I did it in a way that I thought I was doing enough and doing going beyond was good. But Vin, in that moment, was telling me, even though I didn't realize it then, you know, you have to roll with life. You're going to get tests long before you get the lesson. It's going to be how you respond. The only thing you have control over in life is how you respond to life, not how you prepare for life, right? And to me, that, that moment, coming from Vince Scully, but not even realizing it then, makes even more sense now. That's how, that's how I prepare for my show every day. When I'm on set, I'm, I'm listening to the panelists. As a television host now, it's not so much talking, it's listening. And I'm listening and then rolling with where the conversation goes. And those are much better debates. And those are much better shows when I do that. Much like Vin was watching and listening to the, to the moment with Gibson and then responded as such. It's a lesson for sportscasting, but it's a lesson for life. Tony, one more question for me. You mentioned Vin's authenticity, his ability yeah. to connect with the audience. The final video that he put out when he was signing off with the Dodgers back in the day. I know, right? It's it's very it's so touching. How did how did that hit you when you first saw it? And what did it kind of make you think about from that rush of emotion? We did it on Around the Horn and we did it on ESPN that day. And then I brought it back uh, to finish our tribute 
to Vin uh, earlier this week to end on his own words. And it did a couple of things, but it really going to sound like I'm elevating around the horde to an art form. But people will forget what we say when we're communicating as much as we do daily on TV. They might remember one great quote you have. People are going to forget what we do on the day-to-day at some point. But they're never going to forget if you can truly reach them and make them feel. People will never forget how you make them feel. And I know this to be the case as I have now experienced 20 years on TV. It's an impossible thing. The improbable has become the impossible. Reality's done 20 years on TV. But the fact is, that was a natural progression for me to recognize it's not just about being the smartest stat boy I could be or even the happiest, most energetic person I can be, which is I certainly was when I first walked into Fordham. Go back through the tapes, guys. You're not going to find a more energetic one-on-one than the one I was doing. But that's not the only way to reach people. What I found is the feel. And, and that's exactly what I heard from Vin. I knew it from Vin. I, I could sense it from all his calls when he's telling a story about, you know, a squirrel or a rabbit in the middle of a foul ball, as we said before. But acknowledging, you know, that there will be a moment where this voice isn't here, but it will always be there. That, to me, is right. The feeling will always be there. And it's okay, if we want to talk even bigger about life, to um, grieve or mourn or just honor, as we're doing today, the loss of somebody we didn't physically know. I, I had one meeting, really, with him, maybe two. Uh, but, but, but he touched us all in a certain way, or he's touched people we know in a certain way, And that's a feeling you don't forget. People don't forget how you make them feel. He made us feel like we were watching the game with a friend who was telling a great story. The greatest storyteller has moved on. There'll never be another Vince Scully. We lost our only one, but the stories will always remain. Vince Scully remains connected to all of us here at FUV, both past and present. Tony, we are very grateful to have you on. Thanks so much for sharing some really awesome words on Vin and WFUV. Guys, you always have me. I'm always here for you, but I'm going to give you now one, one bonus point here, okay? You're going to be the first broadcasters to ever mute me. You ready? Here's the <laughs> mute button. Here's the I'm hitting the button for you guys. Ready? Tony is muted. We can't hear him. I didn't even know that would work. I love it. Thank you so much, Tony. We are going to be right back here on One on One. Stick around. <laughs> 